but I truly, to my bones, do not understand the appeal of a pink wall. <laughs> I don't get that. It's pink, Luke. It's just, it's just that, it's not even that it's, it's just that the fact that it's a pink wall, right? Because I know it's that store, but, like, people don't even, like, give a shit that it's that store, that whatever that yeah, store is. it's Paul Smith. Yeah. I, I did have a group, uh, they were like, uh, hey, Paul Smith's from our hometown, we better go see the store. Like, they wanted to see the store, and I was like, oh, do you know about the pink wall? And they're like, no, what's the pink wall? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> That's like, the whole thing with mind. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. they just wanted to see it, because Paul Smith is the hometown boy in whatever place in fucking Wales or whatever shit they're from. I mean, if you explain if you explain the pink wall to someone who lives somewhere <laughs> rural... That's how you make a joker, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I think uh, so far every like kind of country person I've told about the pink wall, every one of them to a person goes, well, shit, I should paint the side of my fucking barn pink then. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. And paint also... Paint the side of the liquor store you own or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I agree with them. Uh-huh. It's a fucking pink wall. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> well, I so I think that the appeal... <laughs> ends up being i think it's probably just started this is fully based on nothing um, <laughs> but i do think it's probably started because that shade of pink and the 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 sunlight like makes for a flattering contrasted photo oh yeah of a yeah. person's skin yeah it looks cool yeah no matter so what I, like i think that's how it started was like these bloggers live in ugly apartments with bad lighting mm-hmm. <laughs> so they would take their acai bowl and eat it in front of the wall <laughs> like a dog <laughs> and have their sad boyfriend take a photo uh, probably 150 photos yeah <laughs> yeah i listened to this monica Lewinsky interview because she's like doing a big press tour about some campaign she has uh-huh and she said this statistic there was some study that was like they did with like teen girls and they asked them how many photos you take to get one selfie and the average was 150 what the fuck <laughs> i believe that and Holy. like i've seen you know i've taken maybe like i think i've gone up to 20 before <laughs> like so i know i've i can get I can understand, but that's so sad. Oh, yeah, that, like, that's a lot. <laughs> you take that many photos and you can't fathom that you're flattering in any of them. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just it's upsetting. Yeah. Anyway, culture is bad. <laughs> mm. I'm deleting Instagram. I want to delete the app off of my phone as soon as I find a job. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I don't want to be gone. I don't want to be off the grid. But I want to I, I'm finding it's a really compulsive thing I'm doing, just opening it. Mm-hmm. I'm between jobs right now, so I don't have to be on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just like compulsively opening it and I don't even mean to be. And then I'm like sucked into something and then I get bummed out. And so I just want to delete the app so that if I want to post something, there's like a little hurdle in my way oh monica by the way i i did i tell you about this i've now advertised this private facebook group on like three podcasts but uh it's (laughs) it's called show me your sandwich 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. I haven't added you to this yet. Okay. So this I is, don't think so. this is literally the only good thing on the internet right now. It's a, uh, it's a, a group on Facebook, a private group called Show Me Your Sandwich. And it's like, I think there's, you know, maybe 10,000 people on it. And okay. basically, it started in Atlanta. I got invited by an Atlanta comedian, I think. Uh, and so it was like originally just Atlanta sandwiches, but now it's just everybody just posts sandwiches. That's all it is. And then people fight about the sandwiches, whether or not it's a sandwich. Uh, what is the fight? Oh, okay. Like, like, like dog, is a hot dog a sandwich what, kind of thing? So they, they cleared that up in like week one. So week one, it was okay. determined hamburger, sure. sandwich, hot dog, not a sandwich. So no okay. hot dogs or you'll be banned. Like they have very strict rules about shit. And then a lot of it is other people complaining about shit that was deleted by the moderators. Yeah. There's been like, look, I, it was a tuna sandwich. It was, you know, like <laughs> it's like a guy mad about it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's great. And so uh, I, I kind of jumped the gun. I should have done like a character kind of a thing, but I just was legitimately <laughs> excited. So I earnestly posted some BLT pictures and eggplant Parmesan from the garden earlier this summer. But so now I've <laughs> I've taken on Carter as my project of being uh, uh, Carter Glasscock, uh, a comedian uh-huh. and uh, uh, disgraced land roommate, uh, of being the new uh, you know character we're working on of like sad guy. Because the truth is about show me your sandwiches. You the sandwich tells so much more about the person than it does about the sandwich because it, it's people take either <laughs> such care to make the sandwich look good or they're just like really fucking depressed seeming and the sandwich is just like slopped together they're like here's my fucking sandwich you assholes deleted my good one or whatever and you're like oh you're just like sad oh a person can crumble a sandwich simply is yeah (laughs) so uh so carter uh, he was actually making this sandwich which is uh gross but i i had him uh describe it which was uh it was like uh walmart bread walmart turkey Walmart hummus, Walmart soy sauce on top, <laughs> Walmart what pepper fuck? jack. <laughs> what? Carter's a pregnant woman. Uh, <laughs> if he didn't know, yeah, he, he was just making this sandwich and all that sort of normal. Then he gets to the damn soy sauce and he was just like, I think I'm going to put soy sauce in this. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind, but please do it and take a picture and put it on show me your sandwich. And so, uh, yeah, so it basically just became a thing where he called everything walmart brand and it was like he made up some story about it, it was his uncle the dan uh, his name was dan uncle dan and it's the dan slammer and dan worked at walmart so he has like a really big attachment to dan so he oh put a lot God. of thought into the into this uh gimmick but this was just a legitimate sandwich he was making right yeah and then we just added a sad story on top of it it was just a sad sandwich that i then made sadder with the story he was just naturally eating this gross sandwich and uh but yeah i mean i both you too and i've i've I've, like i said i've I've promoted this thing on uh on quite a few podcast platforms at this point because uh it's fun as shit hit me up this this sort of reminds me of the early days of dog spotting yeah oh yeah the facebook group dog spotting yeah oh is that just like people just taking pictures of dogs Okay, well, there's sorry, real specific rules, and people get there, mad. In the early days, in the early days <laughs> I feel like right now, dog spotting—they've lost control of it, and it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's Nazis. Just, well, no, no, wait. So it's not Nazis, but it's not not weird. <laughs> there, so there will be, you know, there's like a thing on Facebook in a group where you can do like you can host a watch party, and you'll like go live in in a group or something. So there's like 
Christian missionaries in Africa that are like African and they're not speaking English, but they're doing, they're like (laughs) doing some sort of Facebook live ministry in dog spotting in the dog no see that's it happens mm. so much i was getting the notifications and i was like oh is someone like live with a dog and then it'll just be like three sweating frowning african guys in like a really low resolution video and they're just like screaming (laughs) and it's like you can just tell it's christian like there's like christian stuff around them but that's the only clue yeah um so yeah but i mean the early days of dog spotting it was like (laughs) it was like you posted a photo of a dog and it had to be a dog that was a stranger to you that you just found. It was like supposed to be a sport. Yeah. Okay. So if in the caption you implied that you've, that like it's your neighbor's dog and you see it every day, people would go, people would just comment known dog. (laughs) And you'd get a bunch of comments that were like known dog until the moderators took your post down. (laughs) And then, and then, uh, but the way, you know, if you were doing it correctly, you post a dog you see in the world. Uh, and then people go plus one and like give you points, like plus one wrinkly face plus one. And just like, (laughs) okay. Put a description (laughs) and give you points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was truly some of the most heated arguments I've ever seen online pre-2016. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you believe it was all so simple then? <laughs> yeah. Well, now, I mean, the sandwich group sounds like, you know, it sounds like these communities find themselves online no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I've been there since it was like in the 3000 range and now it's up to like 10. So, you know, oh, sure. you, you still get yeah. on the ground floor. I'm about to send you an invite. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, well, I guess I, I guess I'm introing the show now. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, hey guys, welcome to What Did You Learn? I'm Monica Scott. Anybody? Anybody got it yet? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how many times I have to say this, but I cannot hear those. <laughs> I'm, if I'm not in the room, which I'm not, I, I can't hear that. I don't know that one. You don't know that one? Uh-huh. Yeah, that Explain is, yourself. <laughs> that is Meet the Creeper by Rob Zombie. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. America's, yeah. America's favorite Satanist. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it was appropriate since it starts off with a clip of some guy screaming, the devil is in all of you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, that's Luke and uh, <laughs> our permanent guest, uh, Rivers Langley. Hello. <laughs> and the movie we watched was hail, hail satan? satan question mark yeah i tried to say it with a question mark um it's on hulu if you haven't watched it i actually really highly recommend it i this this episode was largely unplanned i just watched this on a whim and was like we've got to do this one. <laughs> yeah it was good i liked it i thought, I thought it was great i i kept and it's funny because they eventually did do a satanic lesbian ceremony above the grave of Fred Phelps' mother, 
But uh, yes. it did occur to me like, oh, this is like if, you know, Westboro was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like totally. just people who are, you know, their whole point is to like fuck with people. But instead of, you know, they were they're fucking with the right people. Yeah. Well, and it's funny. I, I feel like this movie. So this the so so the the satanic temple has only existed for six years. Yeah, yeah. So I So <laughs> this movie caught them in their like very, very, very infancy, I feel like, and like followed them. It was three years that they filmed it. Yeah. Oh, they only started in what, like twenty thirteen then? Yeah. Because that the Baphomet unveiling was like twenty fifteen, right? I, th- I well, think so. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about the, right. Like the pa- the pink mass at the at the um Arkansas. Yes. State yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's just I, I, it's cool because I feel like in this movie you see them mature as an organization because they kind of stop doing like zany stunts like the the Fred Phelps mom thing almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, <laughs> like the, it, and the, it becomes like legal stuff that they're trying to do. Yeah, well, yeah, but then also like any other subculture, they sort of fracture, uh, uh, you know, down the line of like, oh, okay, the, the work within the system guys. And then the hardliner, you know, Jack, Je- <laughs> yeah. Jex Blackmore. Sure. Jex Blackmore, the Martin Luther of Satanism. Yeah. If you yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, um, boy, do I, I want to talk about Jex Blackmore. But <laughs> I want to talk about all the names. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. I wrote down every name in this movie because uh, they were so, all fantastic. <laughs> I I really liked her talking heads, and I really like Lucian, who I kept calling Milky Eye, which is <laughs> rude. But I just couldn't remember. I, I don't know why, but I couldn't remember his name. Um, but boy, I love him. I think he's great. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's like rules. Um, but so this, I just want to give backstory to why I watched this movie, <laughs> which is like a week before this, I went to a concert in New Orleans that was like satanic bands. Uh-huh. And it was like, a f- like, so it was Alex's friend was like the headliner. So we were there to just like see his friend and like, I, I didn't really think about what the lineup was uh-huh but then we got there and the lineup was a satanic doo-wop band called twin <laughs> temple whoa what yeah and it's this lady who's like you know th- it was very silly and it was so theatrical but it was pretty she was pretty good <laughs> and they like put on a pretty fun show but she's basically like hot topic amy winehouse oh that like, sounds great yeah and but like the so lyrics she's are, evanescence lady <laughs> but like more doo-woppy than that like like very much doing the character of like the big beehive okay. the big the big eyeliner except she's dressed like a vampire and the, the, the her her set ended with like um this guy brings out a goblet like a, a golden chalice full of blood and she um, drinks some, and then they take a cross and dip it in the blood upside down, and then she like sucks the blood off the cross and then <laughs> makes out with the guy. Is she single? <laughs> oh, I feel like she's maybe with that man. Oh, um, too bad. Or with Satan. I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm um, married to Satan. Hey, you know, I'm happy to be second to Satan. 
<laughs> but she was, but also the lyrics to the songs were like, I am a witch and my powers are real. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And I was like, this is funny, but also so, so corny. Um, cause, cause then they, and then she left stage by walking through the crowd with the chalice of blood and dipping her thumb in it and like doing an Ash Wednesday thing. Oh, Hell yeah. Only, only she was like coming right by me. And I was like, I do not want this on my face. <laughs> and, so, and so I just truly like did a matrix bend to get away from her. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then, and then the next band who I did not commit this name to memory. I don't know. Who, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he's just like this very serious, like if Nick Cave wasn't fun. Okay. <laughs> like, so he just had this like, he had this very intentionally grumbly voice and he dressed like he's a bartender uh, at, at a fancy bar. And he was just a nightmare to listen to. <laughs> but, and in this time, in this moment, I started to realize that all the Satanists that had like come out for this were so serious and weird like the the new orleans satanist scene i think is like really has a chip on their shoulder like they've really got something to prove because they, <laughs> they live in a spooky place yeah yeah i guess you would and have also, to <laughs> yeah and the bar was called santos bar which is like a french quarter bar except that it's a vampire bar uh sure and so all, a lot of the people there were just like bar regulars who have the the like teeth (laughs) like like have the real dental implants yeah yeah like the sharpened down tooths and all that shit yeah and like the the contact lenses and they were all just taking themselves so seriously (laughs) Uh, and then i overheard someone talking about the two bands we had seen and they were like (laughs) i can't believe that a levian band would be on the same bill as a Luciferian band. And I realized they were like different kinds of Satanists. And I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. No, I hate this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I once said on uh on the goods that uh because I mistook I I wrote this down while I was watching it. I realized that these are the guys I meant when I said that the Church of Satan was kind of an ironic religion. Uh yeah, I the, meant it's the satanic temple. The satanic temple. The, the Church of Satan is not and somebody like tweeted at me like you know fuck it it's not a you know <laughs> we're not a sarcastic religion i'm like all right sorry sorry yeah i mean but the like i mean whatever those people whoever that is i'm sure is going to listen to this and yeah. so i apologize i'm not yeah. funny you but like also that one <laughs> believes in magic and it is a little harder to like <laughs> it's a little harder to respect yeah well <laughs> I, I don't even mean that i i just mean like i couldn't tell you the difference between a fucking baptist and a methodist either sorry yeah. <laughs> i don't know i didn't grow up with yeah. any religion at all i don't know these things <laughs> i don't know any of your types of magic yeah all of you different religions sorry um, well, but I think than- it's all cool, yeah. which was my point of even bringing it up. I was like, dude, yeah. I'm super down. I think it's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so so does the Church of Satan believe in a literal Satan? They're uh, the Anton LaVey people. And so they're the ones that want to do like sex magic yeah. and like. They're like, the kinky ones. Yeah. Mm. Like Church they're of Satan one- is like, I don't think any of them really like. I mean, maybe they do, but hell, for the most part, 
most of them are just like they're they either want to like they either want to like fuck or like bring down right wing Christianity. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. Which both but things are valid, but yeah. you know, yeah, it's, one one of them yeah. is a little more a little more loose. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like I can't. It's the Church of Satan is like a lot harder for me to wrap my head around. Uh, just. I mean, which, you know, they, who gives a shit, but they, <laughs> they certainly don't care. But, uh, but just, you know, as an average godless person, I, I, I feel like, uh, I'm a more confused by the appeal of that other than just general, like, I guess wanting to be a witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like the satanic temple, I was like, oh, this like, I like love this. Yeah. Yeah. This is and good. And my experience with this like corny, New Orleans Satanists that I had last week was really like, I made fun of them on Instagram. I was like, <laughs> I didn't like show anybody's face, but I was just like joking later. I was like, Satanists are so corny. I just like, don't like, it's <laughs> just because my experience has been like nude, <laughs> like nude people. Like it's, it's Levan kind of, it's like frowning nude people yeah. that are like, does this shock you? And it's like, no, it's just annoying. Yeah, it's just yeah. annoying <laughs> how much you want me to be upset. They do so, a fair you know, amount of that though, in this movie though, and that kind of yep. stuff. And like, even like there was, there were parts where they definitely lost me. Like on the whole, like I agree with them. I still think it's a little corny that they're wrapping it in the Satan thing. But then it's they get to these parts where it's like, ooh, we're fetish babies. And it's like, you're really stretching to get there. Uh, like. But I will say, that's all the Jex Blackmore stuff. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. It, oh, yeah. Um, that's kind of like before they like, like really tell you that like Jex basically completely split from yeah. what everybody else was doing. And... um. I told you guys this story a really long time ago, but I like years ago in Hollywood, I went to a screening of the witch. And then afterwards there was like an event hosted by the satanic temple and it was a black mass. And they like, it was like a weird no phones. Like you go into this room and it's just like frowning nude people handing out candles. Uh (laughs) And then, um, and it was just there was it was a lot of what I'm what I'm describing like oh are you shocked by this and I was just like no it's just like too hot in here right now yeah, you know, yeah. A thousand candles <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then and then there was just like these like this like corny kind of like musical sound effect and lighting effects it was in a deconsecrated church on Hollywood Boulevard yeah and and then there was like a speech like this lady gave a speech and then i watched this movie and i was like oh fuck it was jex blackmore that gave that speech i saw that i was oh, like stupid. hell yeah <laughs> yeah that that whole idea of like oh are you shocked it's like dude everyone who would no one who would be shocked lives near hollywood boulevard <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like you're just like they if, wouldn't come through the door i don't yeah think. they just wouldn't go to the thing like i i mean i kind of admire them for doing it outside and then getting kicked out by fucking Harvard because they're a bunch of fucking dweebs. Like, that was cool. You know, but, like, having it at a church, it's like, dude, if I'm here, just do the thing. I don't, don't, you know, you don't have to shock me. Yeah, it's a weird party. You don't have to. It's fine. Yeah. But it was the same. All the speeches they show Jax Blackmore giving, it was the same kind of thing. When I saw her, she was backlit and giving this, like, you know, mostly cool speech about, like, 
you know, fighting for autonomy and, and, you know, systems of oppression in religion and like, like stuff that I was like, cool. Yeah, I get it. And yeah. then they were doing, when she started launched into the hail Satan, which her hail Satan is just like too theatrical for me. Like, it's right. like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> I don't even, when I'm excited, I don't sound like that. Yeah. Uh, but she raised her arms up and she had like fringe, like long fringe jacket on and was back. I was just like, this is theater nerds. I can't take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what I actually wrote down. I said, this is actual good use of trolling. These are also nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and on the one hand, I like nerds. I like the yeah. nerds have a thing to channel their, their silly energy together for maybe the greater good. Yeah. Because their seven tenants are so positive. Yeah. Oh, I'm not mad at the nerds. I'm I'm mad at like people who are like so threatened by this. I'm like, have you never met nerds before? This is what they're like. Why are you yeah. so mad about this? Yeah. Well, I mean, the flip side of that is, I my mom would be furious if she heard me saying anything positive about any Satanists. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, there's definitely. The, the satanic panic stuff stuck with boomers oh yeah <laughs> in, such a, in yeah. such a real real way like mm -hmm. she still thinks they're like evil and they're gonna kidnap me a 35 year old <laughs> that is what i was thinking of like you know like the who would be shocked by this it's like well first off more people than you think yeah, would be shocked by that. <laughs> um, but they just but, wouldn't. But it, I mean, his but friends, they, they yeah, they wouldn't go. Entered the room. No, they wouldn't yeah. go. But a lot of there are there's a huge portion of the population that if they were there would be shocked yeah. to their core. Yeah, I, by it. I guess that was the uh, whole second act of the thing is showing all those people in the the Phoenix uh, City oh, Hall yeah. or whatever, mm -hmm. just being like, you know. We, we worship Jesus in yeah. here, you know? Yeah. Oh God, but it's, God. yeah, no, but like when I was watching, you know, their big theatrical productions and, you know, you, you hear them also talk about like what they stand for and, uh, and, you know, like at this point, you know, for years I've been aware of basically what, you know, not the difference between the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple, but like the general, like, yeah, it's like a, a, a like a, like they don't believe in a literal satan and all that kind of right stuff, right you know? it's theater uh, kids trying to yeah, upset their mothers uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but so so it wasn't necessarily shocking but the, when i thought about it i was like but if i had a conversation with my mom and dad like you're saying monica like yeah and i was like yeah but like you know these satanists like i wouldn't call myself a satanist just because like i don't want to fucking bother and deal with it <laughs> but like but if i told my parents i was like yeah but like i generally agree with them like they'd be like what what are you saying you know yeah, yeah. totally they'd be horrified yeah i mean even uh, yeah <laughs> I, I, i'm even talking about this like on my porch on my street and i'm like wondering if my neighbors are upset yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> I just feel like I'm trying to imagine my parents like really giving a shit. Be like, oh, okay, well, I hope you have fun with your new friends. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Satan. I mean, I just feel like I just feel like Satanists did get a pretty rough smear job in the 70s. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because there so, weren't that many. Like, that's the thing. And there's, there's and there's no like. There's probably not much competing information out in the world you know what i mean like so those are the popular understandings of satanists still oh for yeah the most part. 
Oh, well, except that for me- like cool young people understand it, but right. Well, they show that clip of like you know Megan Kelly brings the guy yeah. on to like to be you know to be a, a fucking heel basically yeah, yeah like <laughs> you know uh and i really think he's great i think he's like so yeah i'm i'm <laughs> such a i'm like the biggest lucian greaves fan i followed him on twitter <laughs> I, <laughs> I was looking at their website but right before we started the podcast because i was like wanted to read the tenants and see stuff and i was like oh i would donate i think i would donate to them oh yeah for sure because it only goes to legal fees yeah the other, the other one that I thought was funny was uh, uh, Greta von Frankenstein. Uh, oh, God, what a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she, Greta. <laughs> she, she says... Uh, uh, They're mean. Mean-spirited students exercise for free speech. She's a fucking Scientologist. <laughs> Gret- yeah. Greta von Frankenstein is a fucking Scientologist. Like, you literally have no room to say shit about anybody's fucking shit. Like, you know. That, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Ugh. Gross. And she's like I a lifer that. too. Like she's like one of them. She don't talk about it, but she's a fucking hardcore. Ew, that's so horrifying. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's really upsetting. Although you'll be happy um, to know she got uh, well, she got fired from Fox News, uh, uh, and yeah, then it's... and then she made an app uh, where you can apologize to people. <laughs> what? You should look this up. It's really funny. It's an app where you. You log on, and it's like for individuals and companies to issue public apologies for things. And it's like it can be anything from like lightweight stuff to, you know, say sorry I borrowed your pen to you know a company apologizing for like insensitive racial remarks or something like that on behalf of a a, a representative or something like that. And she thought <laughs> oh my this God. it's an app, it's an apologizing app, and she thought this was going to be huge <laughs> i can't even wrap my head around the logic like the person you're apologizing to has to join an app to receive yeah. <laughs> no i think it's like a, it, it's basically like a cheap way to put out a press release i think oh my god <laughs> yeah it's so stupid yeah it's very scientology though so basically um, she just had templates i <laughs> i'm about to look it up uh so, like it automatically sends it to like outlets press outlets yeah i, mean, I think so to, okay you don't need to <laughs> alert the press when you borrowed a pen usually <laughs> this is from the uh, the washingtonian in 2018 uh headline no one's using greta van sustren's apology app except for greta van sustren <laughs> <laughs> sorry for making this app <laughs> sustren's sorry an app that urges users to accept or reject apologies from friends and public figures alike has all but faded into obscurity in the last month the only user to post on sorry's feed was van sustren herself <laughs> oh man we gotta get on sorry you guys oh it's incredible <laughs> that there wasn't already an app called sorry for the board game sorry <laughs> uh yeah, they they tried wow. they tried to get uh uh Mark Summers and and Tom Berger on a couple other people to get on there and didn't do it. No, Greta, do it. fuck off. <laughs> mean spirited. She should apologize. Yeah, yeah, she should. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I really loved. I loved Lucian. I listened to it. I listened to an otherwise insufferable atheist podcast he was on. <laughs> yeah. Cause I just like that he was on a few years ago. Cause I just wanted to hear like 
I don't know. I have wanted to hear like current events. His, What's going on now? Well, well, like his thoughts. No, because it was it was an episode from 2017, but just sort of like without him being edited by a documentary. I wanted to like right. hear what he thought about it. And he just it it's really he really seems like a good person. Yeah. <laughs> who's, yeah. Like, who's like genuinely trying. And he talked about how like afraid he was to, to be the public facing figure for this and how, but nobody else would do it. And he talks about it in the documentary and so has that like great line of like, I wanted someone else to be the face, but I didn't want someone to be the voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they show the clip of that actor <laughs> that he hired. Oh, that was <laughs> awful. Oh He's my. just like staring at him like, what the fuck are you saying right God, now? That actor was oh terrible. Also, yeah, the, I mean, the guy that they had in the shadows the whole time, uh, who was wearing Malcolm like them something. Yeah. Was that Barry Crimmins? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. The way he got on his spiel about the Catholic Church, I was like. Is that Barry Crimmins? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, uh, um, yeah. That I loved. I loved it. Uh, it's funny. It's funny how charming Jex was in the interviews too, and like composed for how. Oh yeah. Really silly she is on stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all know people like that. <laughs> it's just so to me. I mean, it's just I. You know, I'm not her target audience, but it does feel like this really is counterproductive to what you're trying to do because I was like so turned off uh. <laughs> <laughs> and even her big, her big speech that gets her kicked out where she tells, tells everyone to kill the president. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, even like the, I don't disagree with the sentiment of 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 the rage uh-huh you know what i mean like i was like yeah i mean systems these systems don't work and yeah working within them is not totally gonna help but but lucian on the podcast i listened to talked about that and talked about how they had parted ways and talked about how he was like i if what we were trying to do right now was uh, not supported by laws, then I agree. But she, her actions and what she's saying hurts the people that are publicly associating themselves with us. And we have to care about that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I he's just thinking about us. Cool. Like he, yeah, it's just like, he's like, you know, there are people who like signed up and who now kind of have this, being we've created an organization that people want to publicly associate themselves with. And that's a big responsibility and you have to show a lot of care. Yeah. Yeah. With like, it, what, what are you saying under the banner of this thing and how that, how is that going to reflect on the people that are associating with you? Yeah. I don't I, know. She seemed a little childish, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Oh, a uh, little uh, tidbit, by the way, when they're in Boston and they get kicked out and they're like, hey, there was this comedy club above a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Get, they get kicked off uh, Boston Common, I believe it is. And then they go up to uh, uh, and that that comedy club is the comedy studio, 
above the Hong oh, Kong really? restaurant. I wondered. And that's uh, <laughs> that's where Mr. Goodnight got his start, actually. <laughs> and I was wondering, I'm like, I was thinking about texting him and be like, were you around when the Satanists took over the comedy club for a night? <laughs> but I think it might have been slightly right right after he probably left i think is when that yeah, happened he was probably in california by then yeah yeah mm-hmm. so anyway but yeah ahmed barucha and mr goodnight uh both yeah. had their <laughs> had their starts up there in the comedy studio yeah. <laughs> that's so funny I, I was kind of like i don't know i'm still going back and forth just on the idea of like like i basically agree with everything they're saying but the idea of wrapping it in this satanist thing because like there's an element where where they keep saying like oh we're so misunderstood and it's like yeah you also called yourself satanists and it's <laughs> like you knew what was going to happen when you did that and i get the point of like it's uh symbolically like uh fighting the you know the the um, essentially monotheism of america and right, you know, that right. kind yeah. of stuff but like at the same time you knew what you were doing calling yourself a Satanist and how people would react to that and that it would, you could explain it however you want, but people would not take it that way. Yeah. I mean, they, I know that they also like, at least on the website, they, they list like their religious texts and it's like a few different like works of literature. But I think the main one they take it from is revolt of the angels which is like, you know, a, a metaphorical Satan uh, favoring, like, a curious inquiry and and encouraging angels to do the same. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so there's like, there is a version of Satan that they are kind of attaching themselves to. And it's not calling it, I think that it, I think. I don't know. It seems to me, I mean, it seems also probably personal, like depending on which person they're interviewing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, but it does seem like there is an attachment to a a character. Now that it doesn't, they, they, they all kind of don't believe that that character was real and they don't believe in like the magic, you know, supernatural elements of it. But, but that like, their beliefs were formed from a piece of literature, I guess. Yeah, because it it, it makes sense to me, kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if they just called themselves like the fucking Freedom Squad or whatever, nobody would pay attention to them. No, I know. It's it's very attention, like, headline grabbing. It's a marketing thing. Yeah. But I do think it was, I I mean, I want to say that I think it was like, very on purpose that they were attaching themselves to this oh, yeah. concept and this idea. And, and you know, they all seem like maybe Gen Xers, so they were the ones <laughs> that were told that they couldn't play D&D yeah, yeah. <laughs> because their parents were afraid. So I think they've attached themselves. Like, I don't even... I just don't know that it's exclusively um, to be sensational. Like, I think that's a little part of it. But I do think that they really do believe in the idea of like rebelling. Yeah. No, I I think they do too. But I I think that maybe they started off more on the Jex Blackmore trip and then figured out like, oh, this is actually sort of the road that we can take to, you know, I guess 
maybe not even legitimize ourselves, but to do something that's not just, you know, performance art or whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, but then they're, they're going to be stuck with that, that label no matter what. So I think they just kind of lean into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I, I, I do feel like because of like my mom, that even I hesitated when I was like, Oh, I would like, I thought about donating to them. And then I was like, I, I don't, if they send me like a membership card and my mom sees it, I'll be in trouble. (laughs) 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 Or if I die and someone finds it like that skews my story in a weird way. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. By the way, now because we've, we're putting this out in the world. Yeah. She knows now. Sorry. Uh, by the way, this is how I found out where Don Imus went. He was on Fox Business this whole time. Oh, is that he's there still? I, I don't think so, but oh. they, they show him on this in this documentary, and I was like, "Oh, there, there's Don Imus." I didn't know where he went. Yeah, yeah. apparently he got uh, he, he uh, retired in like 2017 or something like that. Uh. Well, because what did he? He got fired from what ESPN Radio for being racist or something? M- MSNBC and oh. and uh, I think it was just MSNBC and whatever radio station he was on. Did, like he did sports though, right? Yeah, well, yeah. that's what he was talking about when he got fired. Oh, he did he everything. Yeah, okay. he was talking about the Rutgers women's basketball team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing I wrote down: uh, Satanists account for seventy-five percent of all color contact sales in the U.S. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they really like them. They like to black out their whole eye, or maybe purple. Maybe maybe make it white. Sometimes it's purple. Yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes it's cat shaped for some reason. Oh yeah. Um, can I read all the names? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Of course. These are the names. These are all of the names in the film. Uh, at least the good ones. Uh, I didn't write down the. Republic, although the Republican shithead's name was like Raper or something. <laughs> Rapert. Yeah. Rapert, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, it's Lucian Greaves, Jex uh-huh. Blackmore, uh-huh. Sadie Santanas, <laughs> Siri Sanguine, Kim LaRue, America Darling Curl, yeah, Skull, like cr- <laughs> Skull Crusher, yeah. uh, Eve, uh, Eve Garas, uh, Wonka, Shiva Honey, <laughs> Dietrich Von Doom, Michelle Shorty, Lanzifer Longinus, <laughs> Chalice, Chalice Blythe, Studahan, Hollow Axis, and the monster from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an autistic 11-year-old made all of his own Mortal Kombat <laughs> characters. I was going to say, that sounds like a World of Warcraft guild. <laughs> I'm the monster from Atlanta. <laughs> I'm nine. <laughs> I'm Skullcrusher. I'm thick. <laughs> yeah, the I, I just wrote down uh, Lanziford Longinus uh, uh, just and was going to say Longinus, but he clarified it's Longinus. <laughs> good, good. I like that one. Yeah. That for sure. America Darling Curl was. Oh, they're, 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 all the names were just outstanding. I love these people. I do feel like Shiva Honey thinks fancies herself the, the sex pot. Hey, yeah, it's a big old hot right, pot of honey. The, 
that's a sexy that's a sexy name yeah but she's also <laughs> the destroyer of worlds so watch out <laughs> Um, yeah, Do you think there's I, a single person who identifies as a Satanist who's not Polly? <laughs> no, no, that's not possible. Sorry, dumb question. Dumb I question. I, I do. I think that some of them identify as asexual, probably. Oh, there's the other yeah, people. Yeah, those are the two genders. <laughs> <laughs> there are only two genders: Polly and asexual. <laughs> All or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all so dorky. That that is the thing. Even though it's like I found myself agreeing with them all the time, it's like I have yet to see one person who's not a huge dweeb. (laughs) I really, I really, listen, I don't mean to be America's biggest Lucian stan, but I do think he was the only one that didn't make me like recoil. Yeah. Because he would be. He would be dorky in a way I found yeah. very normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like trying to like lean into the senator's like Facebook live to like, well, actually yeah. <laughs> Facebook live. I was like, <laughs> this is obnoxious behavior, but you know, you're protesting and I get it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I don't know. It, I, I just loved him. You I know, wish he'd be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> You know who actually did come off not like a total dork to me was the, I don't even remember who he was really, but the guy who talks about how the Ten Commandments got placed as like a way to promote a movie. Oh, oh yeah, God. yeah. Yeah, to promote the Cecil so, B. DeMille yeah, movie with yeah. Charlton Heston. Yeah. I don't remember that's who that guy was. So, that's so funny. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. The guy, that, I, that was their lawyer. He didn't have a goofy name. I think he was the, like uh, their, the lawyer of the, the guy with the Satan. red the red hair guy. Yes, yeah, he did not have a goofy like, ass name. Um, he had a kind of goofy name, I, but I think it's like his real name. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Stan De, De Heuer. Oh, he was something. Stu DeHaan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Was. No, it wasn't Stu DeHaan. Uh, Stu DeHaan was a different guy. It was some. Yeah, Stu DeHaan had red hair. I don't remember who said the thing about the Ten Commandments. I only remember the information. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I remember Stu DeHaan. It wasn't him, I don't think. I mean, was it like, it could have just been one of the, prof- like, they were also interviewing, like, professors and stuff. Yeah, it to, felt to like. To give just general intellectual back- background information. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. He, was, he had, like, no makeup or anything. He was just wearing, I feel like he was wearing, like, some, like, red button-up or something. Like, I think he was probably one just of the a, professors. Just a guy. Yeah, yeah, just some, some guy. <laughs> Um, I did like the handful of like normal looking Satanists. There was some things that's that brings me comfort that they're not all <laughs> that they are hot among topic. us. Well, that they're not that like they're organizing in these groups and that's fine. And I like for them to have friends, but I like that like, <laughs> some of some of these people are not like exclusively shopping at hot topic <laughs> goofballs. Like some of them are just like. There was that one girl who was like, yeah, I was a huge loser and I just read all the time. And, and she just truly was dressed like any receptionist anywhere. Oh, she had a single name like Cher. She was simply Jill. Yeah. <laughs> and then I feel like there was, oh, there was this like, <laughs> the, he didn't, I mean, he had one creative element, but there was that black dude that had the backwards baseball cap that had the little horns. Yes, that yeah. would be uh, Dietrich Von Doom. Yeah, I liked him. I thought he. I was. Just, I was just like, there's something. First of all, I, I think 
it would be cool if there were more uh, Satanists of color. Sure, yeah. <laughs> SOCs, if you will. SOCs! <laughs> we had, yeah, there was a, a, yeah, you had Dietrich Von Doom. I think there was a, oh God. I there re- was that one lady. Yeah, that might have been America Darling Curl uh, or Kim LaRue, yeah. perhaps. And and then there was the guy from Kentucky. I can't remember his name, but he was he also looked pretty normal, just like black button up shirt guy. Oh, well, and then, uh, uh, of course, there was uh, the guy from Arkansas. Oh, man, the, the little the, just the, the Pee Wee Herman guy, <laughs> the little Pee Wee Herman doll come to life. Like, oh, man, I mean, you know, I just love him. I just think they're yeah. great. Absolutely, he was just the, so wonderful. The little guy with his suit and his bow tie, yeah, was like Garrett, mm-hmm. something looks like a little like, ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, yeah. I really think he's also very. I, I, I don't. I find him very brave. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, like thinking about that, he turned around and like took this at you know read the tenets of this and like was just like yeah, I'll sign up. Right, right. Yeah, he was just on board, uh, and just still lives in Arkansas. I don't know. There's just I just feel like you're you're facing a pretty big uphill battle with stigma. I think with this. Oh yeah, well he was already facing a battle with those clothes alone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and his little his 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 precious little voice. Yeah, just the way. Yeah, the whole thing is gonna be it's gonna be a hard road to hoe. Yeah. His, his, his whole vibe is is wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he was also like, man, I want to be friends with that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he seems yeah, like an interesting dude. I bet he can, like, you know, I bet I bet he has some weird... If if he doesn't play at a virtuosic level some weird musical instrument, I'll be shocked. Mm-hmm. He seems like... Well, the number, one, number one loot player yeah. in all of Arkansas. I don't know if I go loot. I might go, uh, like... Mouth harp? Yeah, or, like, French horn... Or, you know, so, something strange. Uh, xylophone, you know. Yeah. Although, I guess if you know how to play a xylophone, you know how to play a piano, too. So, you would just do that. But anyway, uh, yeah, something. He plays something weird. Auto harp, you know. Yeah, I would love to know just what he does for a living in general. <laughs> yeah. He, he seems cool, though. He specializes in dog weddings. <laughs> I, could, I could dig Arkansas, that, yeah. number one dog wedding officiant. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was good. I really, I yeah. They're just there were a handful of just extremely normal Satanists that yeah. I was like, this is nice. Well, well, the two the two they sent uh, Michelle Shorty and uh, Stu DeHaan mm-hmm. that they sent to the Phoenix City Council meeting. Though, though they were both pretty normal. And yeah, and then meanwhile, the the City Council in Phoenix was a fucking shit show. Like Phoenix is the West Coast Florida, and not enough people are talking about it. Like like Arizona, just in general, is West Coast Florida. <laughs> Oh yeah, Arizona's rough. Like their laws, their <laughs> laws are not great there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it breeds a certain kind. Um, yeah. The one, the, the I have only been to Arizona in my adult life maybe like once, and it was with a friend, uh, original guest of this podcast, Eric Moore. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, and I remember meeting some relative of his whose house we were staying at uh-huh. and um, they just immediately started talking about all the guns they bought their 16 year old son <laughs> who, who 
will not stop drag racing and crashing his car. <laughs> and I was like, what kind of people are we breeding here? <laughs> Ones with money. Jesus. Did. Guns and cars. Expensive. The dad, the dad's like a doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. And then, yeah, it was all, it was a really wild experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just remember they, uh, they told you that they were really excited to go on the train cruise. Yeah, that was his parents. The, the, his parents ruled. Uh, oh, okay, this was gotcha. Like, this was like aunt and uncle. Like these were like, you know, second tier. Oh, uh, I thought they were all going on the train cruise. <laughs> no, no, this is just his mom and his dad do that every year. Yeah. <laughs> what? I can't bring guns on the train cruise? Man, fuck no. you, Patrick Monahan. He bought dick. <laughs> and this lady had gotten something special put at the bottom of the pool like they had like a pool in the backyard and she um got like his like marine some kind of insignia from when he was in the marines like painted on the bottom of the wow i was like this is i can't do this it's west coast florida like that's some florida ass shit i'm i'm even like as far as like la la native people go i think i'm one of the least queasy about this kind of stuff i'm like yeah, yeah. whatever you know yeah. people people that live in other places are just that's fine yeah, but yeah. i was like boy this lady's really leaning hard into something <laughs> weird yeah no nobody's <laughs> nobody's talking about this fact but it, it's it's the thing i noticed when i got there i was like oh okay oh it's florida it's just they, yeah. they don't it doesn't get as much press as florida but it's every bit as fucking strange Except for, like, when they shot their senator in the face or whatever. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. That's not a. That's not necessarily a Florida thing. That's an everywhere thing. I'm just talking about, like, if there's meth heads and old people, you know. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Like, uh, we, we did a show there at a uh, now-defunct uh, comedy venue called uh, Comedy on Main, and uh, the, the entire front row was old people, and... It was it was me and Reigns and uh, Evan Kessler and uh, Kevin uh, Frolikes uh, was the guy who put the show together. And then he had this local opener who just came out and was so filthy, like just and I was like, dude, do you not like, you know, I, it's one of those things where you're like in comedy. It's like, you don't it's not censorship. You just want to do well. <laughs> right yeah. like is this so you could do good at the thing you want to do because if so don't don't say cunt a bunch in front of grandma yeah like, she's gonna leave <laughs> like and then they fucking bounce and that sucks because i can usually do pretty good with old people so anyway kind of fucked up my show but yeah anyway they're out there they old <laughs> yeah i remember seeing a seeing a, a bar i wanted to go to called denim and diamonds oh see that sounds fun <laughs> yeah that was we didn't get to go because I was not in control of the car. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. It also sounds like a place where, you know, a man with a replica Civil War sword c could challenge you at some point. Yeah, I mean, it was like <laughs> extremely in a strip mall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? That does um, not sound like a Civil War reenactor or a guy with a Civil War sword place to me. I mean, just put yeah. it put it in the mouth of that man while he's talking shit. You ever come back down to Denim and Diamonds? I'm pulling out my sword. This is a reproduction. Nathan Bedford Forrest. I, yeah, I will not be moved from Denim and Diamonds. 
This is about freedom and respect. <laughs> you know. See, I, I have, okay. a, like, when I hear dem- denim and diamonds, I have, like, this very specific, like, sun-bleached, like, 58-year-old woman, like, who wears, like, a pink baseball hat and a denim jacket with, like, the sparkly, like, that's who words this on guy's the back. In, that's who this guy's into. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's what he's there for. Oh, okay. <laughs> look at here. Well, bless my eyes. Is that an angel coming into Denim and Diamonds? Or do my eyes deceive? I mean, <laughs> hey, I baby, check out my sword. <laughs> I think, okay, first of all, you can't bring a sword in here. Um, <laughs> um, I think replace her baseball cap with a cowboy hat covered in diamonds. Yeah. Maybe oh, like yeah. a diamond cross. Sequin hat. Um, true religion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then we're we're in business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Arizona, Arizona's a mess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's real pretty. It's very, very pretty. Yeah, many parts um, of Florida are pretty too. Yeah, <laughs> Mostly true. the beaches, that's but so yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I the footage of that um, council meeting when they were showing all the people being like, "No, God is." We like God, and right. we don't like Satan. Yeah. Um, I felt nothing for all of those people except for that like old Asian woman. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> who was talking about curses on the land, and I was like, "Well, her, I'm worried for, and I, I don't want anyone to upset this lady." Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> her, I for some reason have to protect. <laughs> the rest of them, you can tell they're just people with too much fucking free time. Yeah, they're just people who suck. Yeah. That that lady, the like there was like a blonde lady who was like, Are we inviting she was like in a in like a velour, like purple velour sweater. And just the way she was talking, I was like, Ugh, she's every aunt I have. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <And it> made <laughs> me sick. <laughs> um, boy, if I think my mom would be mad about me approving of satanist <laughs> boy my aunts would <laughs> lose their minds oh by the way the the guy with the bow tie his name is mason hargett and at one point he refers to himself as a zesty little atheist yes that's <laughs> right oh, yeah, i remember <laughs> yeah because i wrote i was like i know i wrote that motherfucker's name down somewhere yeah mason hargett that's a phenomenal that's little phrase <laughs> a zesty little atheist like he, <laughs> like he's a fucking cheese nip or captain's wafer or some shit (laughs) i love him um i I wonder what he's up to yeah um i truly forgot what i was going to bring up next it's gone do you Uh, guys have any notes that uh, you put down yeah i was gonna say the uh uh there was like a news report after they were talking about the after school satan club they kind of start (laughs) talking about the satanic panic and there's a news report where they're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, and mm-hmm. uh, one of the the people, the uh, the anchor on the old news report says, uh, "We don't know how many encounter unexpected dragons in their psychic dungeons." <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> like, mean oh, anything. Boy. You don't know. You have no idea what this game is. <laughs> but also, like, it's, the, it's, it's oh my god, it's my least favorite kind of writing where people like create a phrase as if we all know what they're talking about like oh watch out for your psychic dungeon like, what is yeah. a psychic dungeon like I, I don't know it's it's they're really really trying hard to bend those metaphors into making sense 
<laughs> so this is more of a writing note. <laughs> this is a writing note. Also, the other guy they bring up in that news report, and I, I meant to look him up, but I didn't have time. Uh, there was a guy... Uh, who was listening to records backwards trying to discover satanic messages his name was chris edmonds and they were like chris edmonds is an expert on discovering satanic messages i was like how many churches did this guy dupe out of money like this is the greatest job of all time just making up dog shit the whole cloth like it's it's great what do you think religion is yeah 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 Yeah, i mean yeah 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 (laughs) <laughs> oh, Luke the atheist. Uh, yeah, now the gloves are off, baby. Let's go. I'm ready to start recording this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that these the Satanic Temple people are like the atheists I can handle. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think that like like it's more it's just a more positive version of that. Yeah, I think that's right. But ironically, there's more to do. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's there's yeah. more shit you have to worry about if you're a Satanist. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's that's weird. You are right, but it's it's interesting that the thing that supposedly has no you know religious dogma to it at all is uh, more. Uh, and here's how you use this word correctly: psychically draining. Uh, <laughs> Uh, as opposed to the Satanists where you're just like, I mean, you guys seem like more fun, but also I don't want to buy new clothes and I don't want to do rituals. As the atheist, (laughs) let me offer a counterpoint, which is that I think like, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think part of this is that like when there's a structured group called the, 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 the satanic temple, they can kick people out like Jex Blackmore. Yeah, that's yeah. True. If you're just an atheist, like, you can't, nobody can tell you you're not. <laughs> Jex Blackmore. So, so all of the, the loudest and most annoying people are the ones that you hear the most. That's true. Jex Blackmore, yeah. by the way, sounds like an oven or a sink. Yeah. <laughs> or like a, a fridge. She, <laughs> I do think she, I mean, you still can be a Satanist, a sat, uh, singular, yeah. a Satanist, if you're not associated with one of these organizations sure but like there's yeah, there still is a an organization <laughs> that can expel you from it you i'm know. a lapsed yeah. satanist <laughs> <laughs> did you join back with christianity no, <laughs> no maybe i'll just go back to nothing. satan at some point yeah. it's just not my thing right now <laughs> i just don't have time I just no don't time have for t- all the <laughs> all the protests actually i'm gonna start calling myself that that's a lapsed, a lapsed Satanist. Satanist. Yeah, because I, I love it. I'm on board. I don't want to do anything, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is as good as a lapsed Catholic. It's like, ah, you know. I'm, uh, I'm culturally I'm satanic. I'm culturally <laughs> satanic. There we go. There it is. That's exactly what I'm going to tell people from now on. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I like Culturally that. satanic <laughs> fucking rules. Yeah, I just... I just uh, you know, atheists are, are, I mean, you heard Luke a minute ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do, when you started to say, as the atheist, yeah. I would like to provide a counterpoint. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, we'll really prove my point with it, yeah. <laughs> but go for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, can, uh, can we talk about the guy 
who ran over the Ten Commandments monument. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> who? So his name is Michael Tate Reed the second. Uh, he's wearing a hat that says Krunkster 420. Oh boy! <laughs> and he starts talking, and at first you're like, hey, "Wait, is he is he one of Lucian's guys?" And then he starts talking, you're like, "Oh no, he's fucking insane!" Yeah, <laughs> like he's just a guy who's off his goddamn rocker, and he's like Christian. They said because mm-hmm. he's because yeah, he's like against graven images, and he counts that as a graven image. So that's why he ran <laughs> it over. I'm like, God, yeah. he's too Christian. For right, them. he was too Christian for them. But then, of course, he get lumped in with them because then they're having the stupid discussion about the the Ten Commandments monument getting fucking run over, and they're like, "Well, this is just the kind of thing the the Satanic Temple inspires." I'm like, "But he he hates them. He's super Christian. Mm-hmm. Crunkster <laughs> 420 is super Christian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's one of your guys. Yeah, Crunkster or whatever your name is. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it is it is also funny to think that that I mean not funny I don't know I don't know what feeling it is but it, it's just interesting that 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 hurt their cause. Yeah. Oh no, it was funny. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he He's he he went live on Facebook with running over a Ten Commandments monument. That's yeah, pretty okay, fucking that cool. Actually, rules. I would love to add <laughs> him on Facebook. I mean, he's a lunatic, and he definitely didn't help their cause. But boy, it was cool. What he I did. wonder what groups he's in on Facebook. Oh, that's a big <laughs> shit. He's probably all up in show me your dogs or whatever. <laughs> Dog spotting. Dog spotting. The sport. <laughs> yeah. If you also if you posted a dog that you that was just like a dog that you like but you know it, they go um this is a known dog. If you want to post stuff like this, you need to move to cool dog group. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Yeah, I love dog spotting. <laughs> <laughs> I love people really just exercising a psychotic amount of control on something that does not matter. Oh, well, speaking of that, the, the Rapert guy, the, the Arkansas shithead, <sighs> at one point is, is yelling about Lucian Greaves not being his real name while having fake black hair. <laughs> he's like this man is not being honest and i'm like your fucking hair is fake <laughs> also like fuck off who cares yeah Why do you care well, it's like the greta von frankenstein thing it's like dude don't don't fucking piss in the wind dude like you're you're sitting there an obvious piece of shit you know <laughs> don't just, don't cast stones it's really confusing though because i think that those people like stay in office for a really long time and i can't understand how that works it's just it's oh, well. just the evangelical vote stuff yeah I, I mean it's a combination of uh poor people don't vote uh black votes get suppressed there's gerrymandering and then also yeah there's religious shitheads so but good good combo of all those like, things because he's like doing the rounds of of like all those uh you know tv shows the like christian you know, morning TV shows. Yeah, yeah. On the Trinity Broadcasting Network or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's there's certainly an effect where it's like, I remember after the 2016 election and North Dakota went something like 63% for Trump. Yeah. It was like overwhelmingly Trump. Yeah. And yeah. I remember my mom uh, emailing me or whatever and she was just like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, she was like, I don't, I don't, where, where are these people? And I, I just wanted to be like, mom, like you like your friends, but like, yeah, 
<laughs> Do you realize every time our state is in the news, it's a fucking nightmare? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> the the we're, pipeline. We're never in the news because we're good. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you your opinion gets skewed because you're friends with nice people. Yeah, and like you don't. Well, I mean, part and those of it is nice, like you don't fucking hear what they say behind closed that's, doors. That's what I was going to say. Those nice people 100% yeah. voted for Trump and yeah. didn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. also, uh, I mean, compared to L.A., obviously Fargo is much more conservative, but Fargo is sort of like the bl- the single like blue patch of all of North Dakota. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Being the that's, metropolis that's of 100,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah. there's just that, that like, even like when you're there in it, like there can be like you. There's still that like overwhelming amount of people that you forget are like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly, I mean, even I, you know, I'm in Louisiana. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I really forget that a lot <laughs> until I like until I like have to drive 20 minutes out of town and then I'm like, what the fuck? Where am I? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, it, like driving out to like where the, um, oil stuff is. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. And like, it's all churches yeah. and strip clubs and casinos because those guys are either like reformed or, they have a fuck ton of money and yeah. nothing to do and uh-huh. no one to be around. And it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just all over, I mean, I don't know, just all over the state. It's, you know, this is also not really a state that's ever in the news for anything good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> our, our, our hotel collapsed last week, which was exciting. Wait, which um, hotel? The Hard Rock. So there was, I, I guess. <laughs> what? Felt, yeah. So there's a Hard Rock hotel that they, it's still a construction site, but they've been building it for years. Uh-huh. And, and the construction site Like an collapsed. Egyptian pyramid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it is, because they were using non-union workers. Um, oh, and, good. <laughs> and, uh, and the construction site collapsed and two of the workers, like, they still have no, not found them. It's been a week. Jesus. And then this this Sunday, they um, so they had to close down. If you've never been to New Orleans, this may not make a ton of sense, but like literally, that's right by the Sanger Theater. It's on Canal Street. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> that's like- Canal and Canal and Rampart is just closed, and they had to evacuate the area because on on Sunday, which was a week after the collapse they were going to do a controlled demolition because there were two construction cranes still up, but that had like been sort of like thrown off balance. And so we didn't know if those were just going to fall at some point. Fuck. So they did a controlled demolition. One of them fell, uh, like the, the counterbalance, the heavy part fell, but then the, the jib, the long part just swung around so that now it's just dangling over Canal Street. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. That's like where the, everybody walks and shit. That's like yeah. a very busy street. And the second crane, um, the whole thing came down, but it was tilting backwards. So when they did the controlled demolition, what they were hoping would happen was they would both sort of like 
fold in on top of the collapse and it would all just be kind of contained. Oh, God. (laughs) But it was tilting backwards. So when they blew it, it just flew backwards and flipped over and stabbed straight into Rampart Street. So now there's like a seven-story crane just sticking out of Rampart Street. (laughs) And it like ripped down streetcar lines. Like it just like everyone was like what was is this what you wanted (laughs) and and like the mayor went on the news later and was like yep this is the best outcome that we could have expected like i is it i don't know and it's just still there they evacuated and won't let anyone go home that lives in that area oh my god because they're like yeah we don't know it's still not safe (laughs) what 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 engineer (laughs) saw that happening was like yep this is what i planned yeah, well, you know, I think our, our civic engineers in New Orleans are probably just alligators with our <laughs> 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 It's just a crawfish pinching at the little button to ignite it. Uh, um, I was going to say, Luke, just uh, Luke mentioned this earlier, but I did, I, I wrote this down, like, and it happened in real time. Like, I wrote down the Ten Commandments monument in Arkansas is the exact same one that was in Oklahoma. <laughs> Who's making this monument? They're making a fortune off dipshit state governments. And then like a few pages later in my notes, whoa, Paramount Pictures, uh, <laughs> Cecil B. DeMille, <laughs> Charlton Heston. Like that's that was the explanation because the Ten Commandments monument was the same. And it turns out that it was yeah. to feature a, a prop from the Charlton Heston movie. I think it's so funny that like, so like obviously these are being made by new people. Yeah, but they are not making a new design. <laughs> They're using the same design. I w- I will say, you know, just to uh, to say one thing about my dumbass state. Uh, when we had a Ten Commandments monument, goddamn it, we uh, we made our own. Uh, <laughs> we had ours was like a, a fucking nine ton granite monument, and uh, it it, uh, it wasn't like a stand up stand them up straight grave looking thing. It was like a rock with the with the Ten Commandments on top. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Very classy choice. Roy, Roy Moore. <laughs> Roy Moore. Uh, pedophile yeah. and uh, just all around great dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was his doing. Yeah. Thanks, Roy Moore. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, also, I thought it was funny that the producers of God is Not Dead 2 uh, put in money <laughs> for those oh for the God. monuments. They put in $25,000. Was it common knowledge that Melissa Joan Hart is like a weird christian actress oh they've sucked up oh there's so many 90s like minor tv people from the 90s that are in that shit now like kevin sorbo the guy who played uh, uh hercules oh, yeah. that's like all he does now that's is those all christian he does movies, is christian yeah. movies yeah so there, there's a lot of that shit going on that's I, crazy i mean this must be also quite big business because there's a whole section of the population that basically uh, can't interact with regular culture oh yeah. yeah they they said the name of the company that produced it was a uh, pure flicks yeah oh god and <laughs> and the, the funniest shit was in the little uh the little clip that they were shown from god is not dead there was some old man in the clip who just kept spiking the camera like the whole <laughs> clip he would just look directly in the camera for like a split second he did it about three times and it was well, just hilarious know, i was like you didn't want to get another take of that one <laughs> you yeah, want to make just, the, jingle you know, some beggars, keys off screen and make the old man focus elsewhere beggars can't be choosers if you're getting extras in arkansas it's like who uh, knows? Yeah. 
They this don't, guy, what, never... he wasn't the extra. He was the lead actor. He was in it. He was like, a, I'm sure he was some like faded Hollywood guy, but he kept oh, straight man. up. I, and I rewound it twice to make sure I wasn't just imagining shit. Like he spiked the camera three times. Doesn't Dean Kane do these all the time? Yes, now? he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These movies are these movies are like the retirement league for the 90s. Yeah. 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 Well, it's it, yeah. They're, well, they're one of those those things that you think well, who's going to see this thing? Mm -hmm. But they plan it very much like the way they do all that the paranormal activity and the you know the purge and yeah. any other like horror movie they mass yeah. produces because they know there's X amount of built-in audience for it. So if you just set the budget, you know, with enough room to make profit, you're gonna get it because every time one of those movies comes out, the the churches will buy up whole theaters and like just take a big group. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. So And they have to be cheap as shit to make. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah it's a good racket dude like <laughs> pure flicks i don't know like melissa joan hart and kevin sorbo acting in those movies it's basically it's like stefan marbury playing basketball in china <laughs> which is not a joke for either of you really i know but <laughs> there's gonna be maybe like, one person listening here <laughs> who will be like oh fuck he was the mvp of the china league like three years in a row after everyone in america forgot about him <laughs> And you can just um, like go to this specific market and be a star there for a while. Right, right. Okay, but if they um Alan Iverson playing in Italy for a year, is that more I know him. Okay. I've heard of him. <laughs> He's a name I've heard. Yeah, yeah, he had that um, uh post Malone song about him. Oh, I okay, didn't know would, that he did. So, okay. Would you um do one of these movies? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> would I? One? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I would write one under a pseudonym. <laughs> no, what if you got cast in one? Yeah, okay. I'll put my face in it, too. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, Hollywood baby. Yeah. yeah. You, just, you, you just have to bill me as the monster from Atlanta or America Darling Curl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my name's Shiva, honey. Yeah. <laughs> it's French. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. Okay, any other notes? Yes. Or you... uh, okay. <laughs> so I wrote down, uh, Jex Blackmore cleaning up after a satanic rally is very oh, similar yeah. to us cleaning up after a wrestling show. Pig heads, <laughs> chains, fluorescent bulbs. <laughs> That's just the very like lonely existence of just like cleaning up like what was clearly a really fun party. And now it's just kind of over. <laughs> so you're just sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out you're fired from the Church of Satan at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> mm. I, I mean that does nothing but good for her that she was too edgy to be, you know, oh, yeah. in satanic temple. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very funny. Yeah. It was a very, it was just that was a very funny editing choice. Yeah, to immediately <laughs> cut to her just quietly sweeping yeah. broken fluorescent bulbs. Similarly, <laughs> at the very beginning of the movie, they have. I believe it's whoever that like actor was who, uh, mm -hmm. who Lucian hated. Uh, he was just like walking up the stairs with the, his big horns on. Oh yeah, yeah and the and horns was, were kind of jiggling. Yeah, yeah, it was very like what we do in the shadows. <laughs> and the wind, the wind blew his hood off. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. It was yeah. so funny. Um, do you do you have something written down? Uh, let me see. Because uh, I got one last point. Fetish babies, Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is just your to-do list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Oh, sorry. You meant notes about the movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, not really. Oh, yeah. I guess like this is kind of a topic that we've talked about, but like it's like a codified non-religion is like I don't know. It's a little like just the way that I was it the Stu DeHaan guy or whatever was kind of talking about mm-hmm. it when when uh, he was saying like oh but there like isn't a word for it other than Satanism and I was like yeah uh, I don't I don't know it feels yeah. like you've ascribed that to it <laughs> and yeah, I, yeah. Th- th- it felt like I don't know I mean I I, I understand that like-minded people want to come together and have a community um so that makes sense to me but like i don't know sort of the way that he was phrasing at least maybe it was just in the way he was phrasing it in that moment of like wanting to like reject religion but like wanting a codified like ethics to live by where um that 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 an entire community is subscribing to rather than just like living by your own ethics. I don't know. felt like a little strange to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I, one, I don't think that, that, that Stuart Dehan guy, I feel like some of his descriptions were not great mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like I was just like, ah, you're nice. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I'm with you on what you're saying. Uh, or he just wasn't selling me on it as much as Lucian did. But yeah, but like, I will say that they, I just think their principles are so good Yeah, <laughs> that it's like, even though it's kind of weird to like have someone else <laughs> write those for you, mm-hmm. uh, they are good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, I guess it just there was something inherently a little bit. They are good ones, but there's just something that feels inherently weird to me of like rejecting religion, but like still, but like wanting to buy into a dogma, even though you don't want to be part of a religion. Even like, know. even though like the dogma is like positive and good, but yeah, I mean, I think that I think that it's like. I don't know. I kind of think who cares? Like if you find, <laughs> cause if you end up rejecting one thing that was toxic for you and you think you're done with that as a concept, but then you just stumble upon this other thing mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense to you. Like, I think it's very human to like want to kind of have a community and like have a sense of purpose and like, you know, Mm-hmm. I just think it's it makes a lot of sense to yeah. me to want to belong to that, mm-hmm. even if you made a big thing of walking away from religion at some point. Yeah, yeah. I guess I it was. I guess I it was don't just know like how the... these people are telling their parents, but yeah. <laughs> oh, they're showing up to dev- to Thanksgiving in devil horns. That's how they're doing it. I I just feel like a lot of these. People I'm here for are... Thanksgiving, mother, and I love the no, devil. Those are Church of Satan people. I really feel like these people are like... <laughs> They've got the the, the, the guy seem, with the, the fireball. These people seem gentler. Oh, the fucking guy with the fireball. The fireball guy at the, the beginning. The fucking Joe Bluth the of the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the actor guy. Boy, that guy was like right on the borderline of a Joe Bluth. But still, where did the lighter fluid come from? 
What what city were they in? Oh, for that one? Was that yeah. DC or was that no, Boston? No, they were in Florida. Oh, they were in Florida for that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that was the Rick Scott thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I did write down Rick Scott looks like a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird hairless lizard, man. <laughs> a frog. That's a frog. Yeah. That's a little frog. Well, it's not looks like a frog. He looks like when James Earl Jones turned halfway between when James Earl Jones turns into the snake and Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the halfway point between man and snake. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the 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 last thing that I wrote down, um, and I oh, I just wanted to say oh, that like that Rick Scott thing is like that to me is like the borderline like towing the line of the sensationalism at its best for Satan right, for, tr- right. for the Satanic yeah. Temple. Because that's like, they're not doing like this stupid, like, I'm a baby wearing leather whipping. Isn't that crazy? It's like, (laughs) they're doing this very, like, satisfying thing to me of like, no, I agree with you. Hail Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that just fucking drives Rick Scott crazy. Like, no, 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 I agree with you. No, we love you. We should be allowed to express religion. Hail Satan. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That part of it makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) I think that's that's really what appeals to me the most, is like this idea of just using the laws to point out the hypocrisy of what you know politicians are doing right right using the laws against them yeah it's very funny uh i just wanted to say there's that last like rally at the end in arkansas where they show the other side like all the people with their signs and stuff Mm -hmm. there's a kid who has a t-shirt that says diversity is just a genocidal scam oh that's not a kid that's (laughs) like a 70 year old or was that the old man i couldn't remember if there was two guys or one old man yeah there was two old men uh and but what, what struck me was there was one with a confederate flag and one with a white genocide t-shirt mm-hmm. and i was just wondering like are open racist at republican rallies like the legalized pot guy at lefty rallies <laughs> like they're just like we agree with you but please don't come to this <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. yes i think so <laughs> where it's like yes of course we hate black people but that's not what we're here for we're here we for just- god stuff go home where it's just like hey man look yes legalize pot but we're trying to fucking give people the right to vote <laughs> you know this isn't a about you right now this isn't about that just go (laughs) home we agree just go home (laughs) yeah all right that's pretty much exactly what all right well thank you for validating me i'm that was the only that was the main thing i got out of this i'm like i could probably i think i'm gonna try to try to do that in a mic (laughs) i think that's i think that's a fun bit (laughs) yeah that's good that's a good one so thank you for (laughs) making me watch this i got a bit um okay well let's try to let's try to sum it up um in three sentences or less uh rivers you want to go first uh yes i do uh okay great uh sadie satana's eve vulgaris wonka shiva honey dietrich von doom (laughs) that's my first sentence second sentence lanzifer longinus chalice blythe (laughs) hollow axis jex blackmore and in conclusion, Siri Sanguine, Kim LaRue, America Darling Curl, Skull Crusher, the monster from Atlanta. This movie fucking rules. 
I love it. <laughs> okay, well, that did sound like a spell, um, which is kind of, kind of a Church of Satan thing. Okay, <laughs> um, okay I'll go. Um, uh, Hail Satan mm-hmm. is a documentary about how the Satanic Temple um, is actually good despite what my mom thinks. (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, Luke? Uh, uh, Pointy Horns Nice Boy (laughs) changes the law. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good, good, good. We did. (laughs) We all got the same thing from you. Yeah. Uh, do y'all want to talk about the Joker for a minute? <laughs> sure, let's do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do feel like these two movies really pair well together in radicalizing me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, I guess, uh, listener warning if you haven't seen the Joker yet. <laughs> go ahead and tap out um, because we're going to talk about it for a minute. Um, Yeah. So the night I saw the Joker, I was doing commentary uh, at the wrestling show and the wrestling show was uh, Texas themed. And so I I was dressed like a cowboy uh, (laughs) with boots and a hat. And then I had tickets to go see the Joker at midnight. uh, And I, I definitely brought a new change of clothes because I was like, well, if I walk in here like that, everyone's going to be like, well, he's the guy here to kill everyone. (laughs) (laughs) There he is. Rolling solo in boots and a hat. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, he's even got a bolo tie and skulls on his (laughs) on his uh, lapels. That's very funny. Angel of death is upon us and he's he's kind of fat. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I I saw the Joker so late, so I didn't. That's probably you know. the way to do it, because you you want to hear everybody's terrible takes on the movie. I I saw it opening. I would night. argue I did not want to hear anybody's terrible. Oh takes. yeah, no, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. you didn't. But I'm saying I saw that shit opening night, and then just the next day, I was like, I, I don't know. I just had to hear it all. I was like, I did, am I bad because I liked it? <laughs> am I yeah. a bad man? I yeah I think um, Luke made a, a very smart point, which was weird. Um, where I did. he <laughs> <laughs> where, where he was like, I think people all the complaints of it are people who haven't seen it. I yeah. think it's true. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> I mean, so I listen. I avoided a lot of the complaints. In fact, at, at some point, I muted the word Joker. Oh, I did like a month before the movie came out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I just kept running I, into it in green rooms. Like every green room oh. I was in was just people fucking yelling about it and stuff, and I'm just like, I, I'm just gonna sit here and not say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, there's such a weird. The I've I haven't been around comedians much, so I haven't I've missed oof. the comedian commentary of it. Man, I mean, th- this is this is a a, a woman who I, I respect. I'm not gonna not say her name, but she's funny as fuck, and I I respect mm-hmm. the shit out of her. Literally was like. And this is before she knew that I'd seen it. They were just chatting about it. And she was like, I think it's fucking irresponsible, <laughs> this movie. And was just like going off on a goddamn, you know, uh, you know, really? like going off on a tear about it. And like, and it was funny because me and uh, uh, Troy Walker, uh, who, who's mm-hmm. another funny guy, we, we, we were talking before she you know came in and started going on the the tear we were like yeah i mean it was it was fine we liked it yeah 
And then she started on this tear. And, we, and I just watched Troy, like his head kind of fell down. And then my head was just kind of like down a little bit. We're like, we're just not going <laughs> to engage in this at all. Yeah. So. It's okay. You're mad. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just let you be mad. <laughs> what? And she had seen it. Yeah. She had, she had just come from it and was like, and I think that's, I think that's ridiculous. And yeah. I, I'm mad at her. Well, yeah. so <laughs> this, this was her reason. And it's like, on the one hand, a hundred percent men on the internet are bad yes but she has you know she has like a fairly substantial twitter following and was mostly mad that she said something about it online and that a bunch of people came for her about it and it's like what have you not how did you get this many followers and not realize that literally everything you say is just going to get a probably a pretty bad reaction from you know it's also i mean i even think that that is psychotic of her like i I still think she's wrong because yeah i mean the movie is about so like if you're gonna go online and attack this movie it's like a movie about showing empathy to people with debilitating mental illness right right so like if you're gonna attack it and you're not aware that like the people who are probably vehemently supportive of this movie are, are maybe people who are like struggling in some way. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's a movie so it's about like, poverty and mental illness. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's like, it just feels particularly cruel and almost like intentional to watch. Like, cause I've seen a lot of women go out on a limb for this, for like fighting against this movie for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then be furious that men are mad at them. Yeah. And uh, it's like, yeah. I think that there's probably women mad at you too, but they're not tweeting at you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, for one, am mad that you said this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I, I don't know. It's just like weird. It's weird to me. It, I know. It's, it is a take that I think I disagree with in every possible way that I could. Yeah. Yeah. In that one, I have a close family member who, like, earlier this year was like, like, went to the hospital for mental health issues. And I talked to him about this movie, and he was like, that movie, man, fucking hit close to home. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, obviously, the Joker in that movie did shit that, like, I would never conceive of doing in my life. But, yeah. like, the way, the, like, the, the downward spiral of his, of his yeah, mental yeah. health and the how it happens, he's like... That fucking hit close to home yeah. in a way yeah. that I have not seen other movies well, do. You notice that uh, like now very few people are like talking about it. And it's mm-hmm. because it took a couple weeks for people like your friend to actually mm-hmm. be like, actually, I kind of, you know, yeah. I, I related to it at the very least, you know, because yeah. it's a movie like my only criticism of the film really is that it's never fun. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like Heath Ledger's Joker is fun as shit like when he steals the cop car and he's like sticking his face out and you're just like this guy yeah. is fucking cool you know so at no point do you think this dude's cool you just feel bad the whole time but that's what you know that's what art is supposed to be yeah. I think a lot of people came in there expecting it to be this like kind of popcorn fart of a movie and when it actually had a bit of substance people kind of recoiled in horror and the best way they knew to lash out of it was you know by whatever going against its fans or whatever but so that that to exactly what you're saying though where it's not a fun movie yeah. is like refreshing when, <laughs> i yeah. guess but i mean it's like but when people say something along the lines of like what this person in the green room was saying which yeah. you know there's various you know incarnations of a similar argument which is that it is 
glorifying angry white male shooters. Right. And it's right. like, what What do you mean glorifying? Like, yeah. okay, he was an angry white male shooter. At what point was he glorified? Yeah, yeah. At what yeah. point did you think that the, the point of view of the filmmaker was to say, what this guy is doing is justified and correct and yeah. you should agree with it? Well, because he even goes out of his way to when when there's the point where he's like on the show where they're like asking him like oh are you part of this movement they yeah. seem to have adapted your look and blah 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 he's yeah. like no yeah he's, so he's just like laying it out there like no there's this is not there's no bigger meaning this is what it looks like when you have a break with reality you know it's not yeah. like he's not ascribing himself to some political philosophy even though there's there's a lot to be read into that as well uh but, but uh but yeah. even like the way that he that that the that Todd Phillips made the the violence in that movie so like gross yeah. and not like popcorn fun. Yeah, it's awful. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like yeah. obviously like he did that because yeah. he didn't want because that's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it is fucking gross. It's awful. It's yeah. like gut churning. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to watch that and be like, oh yeah, this is glorifying him. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was, and it's not even a criticism of the movie. It's just that was what I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Is because I thought, and I, I don't know why I thought this. Based on all the trailers, it made it seem like it was going to be like a hard watch the whole way through, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But I thought at some point, like it's going to turn kind of fun, <laughs> and it never yeah, the, the ever did. Really- the trailer really does not lie to you about what you're doing. No, it does not. Like this is a huge bummer. It sucks. It's hard to endure, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it's cool looking, I guess. Like it's shot. Interestingly, it's, it's moving. Um, yeah. By the way, this, the, the person in, in the green room, one of their other criticisms of it, which I thought was really bizarre, was she was just like, I mean, it didn't even look like Gotham City. That was New York. <laughs> that was New York. Okay. What the fuck does she think Gotham City is? Like, yeah. I think Gotham's supposed to be New York. They actually call New York Gotham yeah. from time to time. I, the, I, the, the, web, um, the pop culture website of New York is called Gothamist. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it, I, um, it was really weird. I, I, I truly, one of the first things I thought when I was walking out of the movie was I was like, Man, why did anyone live in New York in the seventies? <laughs> well, so oh, bad. oh, the music would have been so cool, though. It'd be worth getting stabbed in Central Park to be able to see the Talking Heads, the Ramones, and Blondie. That would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I really think that. That's how fucked up I am. Is like I see that and I'm like, oh man. I mean, it would be it would be rough, but I I'd be a clown. I'd get my ass kicked if I could see the fuck. If I could see television in 1977. Yeah. Um, I, I, someone told, I don't listen to Chapo, um, uh, but someone told me that they talked about the Joker and that they were the ones that started the complaint, um, <laughs> about how they use that Gary Glitter song when he's coming down the stairs and dancing. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't think they, no, they were just, they reacted to it. I think actually I, I listened to that episode cause I, uh, yeah, I saw that pop up. I was oh, like, oh, I'll really? give it a listen. Yeah, no, I mean, they just thought it was funny more than anything. They didn't start oh, the okay. complaint. It was no, the complaint, the complaint was is stupid to me. It's so stupid. Yeah, no, they were, they were making fun of it. <laughs> like, okay. I, cause like, <laughs> it just made me so mad <laughs> to think about this complaint. Cause it's like, okay, I, the average person does not know that that's a Gary Glitter song. Yeah. They don't know who Gary Glitter is. 
they think that's the sports song. Yes, yes, that was a uh, that was a point that was brought up. Is there was somebody writing a column where it was just like, "Can you believe they used this song?" And it's like clearly you've never been to a basketball game. <laughs> and and it's like it's set in the seventies and. You yeah. know, all all the music leading up to this point before his kind of like rock and roll triumphant dance down these stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Has been <laughs> has been crooner music. It's been like Sinatra and stuff like that. Yeah. Or so the, like, the cello lady. And it's like, what do you want? What do you want this to be? Disco? You want him to come down to Donna Summer? Like, <laughs> I mean, it yeah, to be something like that. It had to be like. I don't know. It's just that song has been used so much and no one read anything into it. And people were just so desperate to like claw into something oh, yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Well, um, well, that was the, that was the whole thing with that. Whoever it was that wrote that article was like, this person's clearly never been to a sporting event ever. Yeah. Because this <laughs> fucking song, like I've been to very few basketball games. I think every single one I've ever been to, I've heard rock and roll part two by Gary Glitter. <laughs> like it's just, it's, yeah. that's the, that's the jock jams fucking song. It's what they play at sports games. Honestly, I don't remember yeah. the song. And as soon as I hear it, I bum, 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 hey! oh, da, 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 every basketball okay, game yeah, yeah, you've yeah, ever yeah. been to, yes, I can assure yes, you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard it. Nine it's million jock times. jams. Track one, jock yeah. jams, volume one, track one. <laughs> but people were mad because Gary Glitter is like a convicted pedophile. Oh, like four or five times over. Yeah. Like he's done time in the Philippines and England yeah, and like he's Vietnam. Like definitely, definitely on the record bad. Yeah. Like, d- who cares? He's I, also I I, really committed to it. Like he went to jail in England and then he promptly went to jail in the Philippines and then he went to jail, I think, in Vietnam. Like he's you really he have loves to, try to get arrested in Vietnam. <laughs> pedophilia. <laughs> he's he can't. He loves to see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I the night I saw the Joker, I couldn't sleep in the middle of the night. I was like, I, it was too hot here, oh. and so I was like, so I was like hot, and I couldn't sleep. So at four a.m., I was like sweaty and awake, and truly just developing a conspiracy theory that it was making me furious <laughs> that like so like all the shooter and incel stuff that people were saying about the joker yeah that started with like news that started with like news outlets being like theaters are concerned blah 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 yeah and and i really started to think about like i feel like that was like a conspiracy against this movie because the message of this movie is that a, a man goes insane and becomes like a, you know a villain becomes like becomes a leftist villain yeah yeah, yeah. because of because the rich cut off his social services yeah yeah and I, and i was like oh I, I i don't know i just i feel like i i can't ascribe this to anyone entity but i feel like someone somewhere planted that story of shooters right right (laughs) like to to discourage people from seeing or talking about this movie yeah well and and, i mean i can bring up another dumb thing that girl said in the green room uh she's funny as shit that's the worst part i'm not gonna say who it is but goddamn it's like i love her comedy but it it, i was just sitting there like this is ridiculous it's like the one thing because eventually like she was yelling so much and then realized that no one else had been talking. We'd all just kind of been like <laughs> very silent. And she was like, wait, what did you think? And I was like, I kind of liked it. 
And and she was like, oh, that's good. She was kind of backpedaling and stuff. She's like, oh, I mean, that's that's cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the only thing I said was like, there's this old, you know, there's like a, a joke that there's been a million versions of this. And so I don't know who originated it, but basically it's either a joke or just a straight up criticism of Batman. It's like Batman is a rich guy who beats up poor people. <laughs> like, and that's kind of what he is. If you get yeah. down to the core of it, it's like all of Batman's villains for the most part, except for, except for the penguin and a few others are like impoverished people that just, you know, decided to go a little, a little nuttier than whatever. And, uh, this is a movie that, is if if they actually do what i think they're gonna do and spoilers keep joker in you know the the pen for 10 years and then have batman year one come right up against him because this movie made it made a shitload of money so yeah. if they if they just you know if they have that uh because that's what i think they would do right is that's how they'd bring him in it's because at the end of the movie he's in the the jail right. <laughs> or he's in the he's in the uh, uh arkham asylum They'd bring it around, leave him in there for 10 years till Batman's old enough and then have them fight, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, in this case, because of the way they set up who Thomas Wayne was and Batman is just absolutely, you know, idolizes his father in every incarnation of it. They're going to actually have to make Batman the defender of the one percent and shit like that, which Mm -hmm. I was like, that's cool. (laughs) That's a new thing. And I swear to God, I said that. And she goes. But but I like Batman. <laughs> it's like, I know, but we've seen the same thing over and over. Just do a different thing. Make Batman a shithead. It's the it's the best part about the Dark Knight Returns is that Superman is a fascist. Because <laughs> of course he would be. Like he thinks that everyone else has his abilities, and so why should anybody be able to do anything you know other than for themselves? Like he's the ultimate individualist and shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's cool. That's a cool way to go. It's at least something we haven't I seen before. That. Yeah. So, yeah, but that I was. That. I mean, I also think it's funny. <laughs> I I really think that it's funny and maybe a little healthy for people to just get used to like these characters that they've loved for a long time getting kind of yeah inverted a little because yeah, what in- it that's what it is you know it's yeah uh, I mean yeah and I swear to God that is the exact quote but I like Batman yeah <laughs> and I'm just and like it's, but it's all it's like it's also just like taking you know I think Batman existed in a time where they needed that they needed a yeah. guy who was the one percent defender and the american dream defender or yeah whatever. well he was invented and now that is not what is needed <laughs> yeah and now we need a fucking joker well yeah now we need well joker. i mean uh, that's funny you said that. i've never even considered that but batman came out in 1939 so it, he you know was yeah. was during roosevelt when there was literally a billionaire handing out jobs and doing good shit <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really think that a lot of these That's, superheroes were like wow. written and created in times that that made sense to reflect like oh, yeah, yeah. that there's good in the world and and you yeah. know that this is how we needed to process that right well you know famously like uh batman is created by two you know two jewish children of like first generation americans basically and it's a story about an immigrant you know who who feels othered but has these you know great abilities and stuff like that so yeah you can read into the psychology of all that i never even thought about the fdr angle on batman but that's (laughs) fucking great i'm gonna shit man i'm going to this open mic i hope ed greer is there i want to chat it up with ed greer about this because we had a really (laughs) good chat he's you know i i bowed out to ed and all all things comic books 
especially because he knows way the fuck more than I ever will. But uh, yeah, he had an interesting take on the Joker, which was basically he was like, you know, if you think about who Batman is, Batman is probably the second or third greatest martial artist in the world. (laughs) He's probably one of the second or third greatest mountain climbers in the world. (laughs) Like Ed just like went down the list and listed all the things. And it's just like, and you think that a 180 pound clown is going to be able to fucking take this guy down. Like he kind of like demand. And then I, and I watched the Joker with, with like a head full of Ed Greer and I'm thinking like, yeah, they made this guy really pathetic, you know? Yeah. So I I don't know. It's, I have, I have, I have many feelings about, the, about this movie but none of them include but i like batman yeah <laughs> just, yeah truly you know it's like i like confess, batman too I, but do something different with him you know <laughs> i have to confess something truly embarrassing which is I, I, it was pretty far into the movie before i understood that that's batman's dad oh thomas uh, yeah. wayne yeah yeah i was like oh some guy like (laughs) (laughs) oh man do you think the little kid had to say i'm bruce and i was like (gasps) oh Oh, they they had him they had i i kind of liked the detail that they had bruce wayne go down the bat pole like there's a tracking yeah. shot where they're following him through a playground oh, and he yeah, goes down yeah, the bat yeah. pole like Adam West. I was like, dude, that's that's cool. Yeah. I don't know. There were I cool things this about this really, film. Really beautifully made movie. Yeah. I think that it was like genuinely so, so kind of. I mean, I think it's corny when people call a movie important, but I do think yeah. that it was like an important depiction of this of mental illness and totally. stuff and i really loved all the kill the rich stuff yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that part was cool i uh, was like yes i'm trying to enumerate all of all of the various complaints that she had just to give kind of a counterpoint one of them oh. was uh she goes uh she goes oh like they'd have a viral video at a comedy club in the 70s which that part i was kind of like yeah okay yeah she's right <laughs> but yeah. still she it's like one. dude yeah the, i could see some shithead you know show guy <laughs> having having the improv send him all the crazy audition tapes like that you know uh-huh. that's yeah. it doesn't seem that far-fetched to me honestly and right. i like that uh gary gullman was in it and they just let sam morrill do sam morrill jokes yeah. <laughs> yeah that was really funny yeah i was like oh i know sam <laughs> we heard that voice and alex was like is that sam morrill and i was like i think and he was yeah. just doing his material too so which i love gary gullman yeah he's yeah. Just doing his material yeah <laughs> Um, you know, the other thing about this, uh, this general, um, the, uh, general argument that people have against this movie, yeah. that it's irresponsible, is that to me, there's like such this party line divide on, um, do violent video games cause shootings? Yeah. yeah. Old Republicans say yes. Yeah. Anybody left of center says, no, you don't have any evidence to indicate that. Yeah. Yeah. But, so but. they'll say, <laughs> Doom doesn't cause mass shootings, but the Joker will? Right, right. Why, why, why now? Yeah, yeah. Why are you saying now? Like, yeah. And it's, it's like, okay, so Doom doesn't cause mass shootings, but the Joker does. Uh, you love Breaking Bad, but you won't get on board with this this yeah. with the joker that's that is a great fucking that's point great. too yeah. I, I think i had said that to somebody also where it was just like yeah like the the people who think you know this movie is bad 
are the same people who were still on board with Walter White in like season six or yeah. whatever, where you're like, yeah, it's over, man. He's yeah. a fucking villain. Like yeah. you gotta go team Jesse now. I'm yeah. sorry. It's over. Walt is a bad person. You know, Breaking Bad at least made like when he was an ultimate villain, they made it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this movie didn't make it fun, mm-hmm. which is why they're mad. But it's the same kind of story of like taking a guy who with some help could probably live sort of a normal life ish, you know, but, uh, you know, dude, dude can't catch a break. And uh, and then that's that's what happens. And that is what happens in the case of most of these, you know, fucking gunmen or people who no one will listen to. It's like the you know, it's it's uh, you, you know, at this point, whatever, you know, this has probably been been said a million times. But there's that scene in Bowling for Columbine where Michael Moore is talking to Marilyn Manson. And they go, oh, so if you could talk to the kids at Columbine, what would you say to them? He says, I wouldn't say anything. I would listen. You know, and it's like and and I think about that shit all the time, just whenever that shit happens. And this is what that movie is kind of attempting to do is just show you the other side of that. Like this shit sucks and you're pretty much powerless, you know, if you're under a certain level of, uh, of income. There was also I don't have this thought fully fleshed out, but I I do kind of feel like there was like there was a really clear parallel to me to like so a lot of the people making the incel shooter jokes were like verified idiots on twitter (laughs) you know what i mean it's just like that that kind of like my green room gal might be one of them (laughs) you know what i mean yeah that like smug verified person who just hops on any joke hops on any shaming happening on any given day sure. and weighs in with an opinion. And this movie, like part of the story is like, Hey, be nicer to people right. who are suffering. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and they just felt like a very clear, like parallel of like, Hey, you people making these jokes on Twitter are who should see this. Yeah. And who yeah. should face your actions and maybe feel a little something, anything for the human beings that you're constantly canceling and making fun of and yeah. all this shit. Yeah. Also, just at a, at a very factual level, the guy who shot up the Batman movie, like there was something that went out that he was like imitating the Joker. And it's like, nope. <laughs> absolutely not had nothing to do with it his hair was dyed red and the you will find the joker's hair is dyed green pretty consistently you know yeah he just dyed his hair because he's a fucking <laughs> maniac and needed pills he was being harley quinn <laughs> yeah he was just being harley quinn oh god now that movie looks like a fucking disaster birds of prey <laughs> oh, does she get her own movie oh she it's birds of prey featuring the emancipation of the lovely miss harley quinn or something it's got this long ass title Ew. Oh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it feels very <laughs> Why Suicide you... Squad vibesy. Yeah, yeah, it's just a movie about Margot Robbie's butt. Yeah. yeah. Well, Which that I might see. be better than yeah. whatever it actually is. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, that, that, that actually sounds great. Yeah, that's that, fine. That movie probably be kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So you know, in conclusion, Joker, Joker is good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked uh, it. Gr- green Room Girl is bad. Yeah. you know what there was one other thing that like really sold me on that movie that like didn't have anything to do with uh people yelling on twitter but like for a lot of the movie i was like yeah this is like pretty good but i don't know because like i thought like 
man, Todd Phillips really got me in one way, which is that I thought that that relationship that he had with that woman down the hall was real. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Because, (laughs) yeah, because it was like so, but it was like so creepily, shittily written. Yeah. That I was like, I've just seen too many male screenwriters write shitty female characters. Yeah. And I think maybe Todd Phillips is kind of a creep and thought this was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. And then like that's, yeah. (laughs) So it's like from that, like a meta perspective, I was like, this is a poorly written character. Yeah. That's why I believe that it's real. Right. Because right. I've seen this done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like when he turns it back around, I was like, fucking god damn it. He got me. He got me in such a satisfying way. Oh man. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to get got. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like so perfectly set up too, where it's like yeah. he turned my own expectation of a poorly written character against me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like like the mechanism for how he does it like is set up so perfectly when he does like the like the dream sequence into like the the Murray show or whatever. Yeah. At yeah. the yeah. beginning, where it's like all of the filmmaking of it, a lot of it is like it's not shot in like this kind of dreamy, whimsical way as much as like yeah. that would be in other movies. Right. It's kind of shot in a similar way to the rest of the movie is. Yeah, yeah. Which gives you this like this uh hint that it's like not everything that you see is the literal truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreliable so it, yeah. unreliable narrative. Right. So when it pays off later and on top of like Turning my own expectation against me was a very satisfying, like, way to do that. Yeah. Well, and he's, uh, I mean, I, I I feel like I kind of have to say, God, what if he had just not said anything, like, <laughs> that all of us would have such a better, uh, less less shaky ground to stand on, because that guy is a fucking idiot. Uh, like, That's also, I didn't read any of his comments. Oh, yeah. Which well, I've heard I are mean, a fucking nightmare. Who's I mean, an I, idiot? Uh, the director, Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Oh. So he went on Twitter and said something to the effect of the like somebody's like, oh, it's weird that he doesn't do comedies anymore. And he went on Twitter and said something to the effect of like, well, I don't do comedies because everybody's too woke now, and they'll just so now I'm oh, doing Todd, dramas. No, 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 yeah, Todd, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 so, no, no. so I mean, back to the back to fucking Jex Blackmore. <laughs> Todd Phillips is Jax Blackmoring his own project where it's like, just, sh- just shut up. Just shut up. Like, yeah. I want to fucking argue on behalf of this piece of art you made, but you are making it so hard. Oh, man. That's so funny. Yeah. That happened to me with Kingsman. Oh, no. What did, what did Elton what? John do? No. What? what? <laughs> Elton John is in Kingsman. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I remember there was like a joke from Kingsman that like, coming out of it my impression was that it was like a satirical joke at the expense of james bond in a way that a lot of that movie is right right uh which is like at the end when the princess or whatever says like "Ooh, do anal or whatever Uh uh-huh and then like the criticism of that was like that's very sexist Uh uh-huh but, like, my impression of it coming out before I read anything of what the director said, anything of what anybody else said, was like, oh, that's a satirical joke making fun of how sexist James Bond movies sure, are. Sure, sure. And how he just, like, fucks anyone and, like, yeah. whatever, you know, how... And, and like, Daniel Craig has been, like, very open about, like, how misogynistic James Bond is. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's clearly what they're making fun of. And then the director said something along the lines of, like, 
yeah, I made this movie, and then like the the fucking feminists are coming after this joke. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! Also, I'd like to add, uh, bitches ain't shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, River. <laughs> Uh, bitches ain't shit, but hoes but, and tricks. Yeah, that was definitely uh, another moment where I was like, "Okay, I guess the, I guess the director's gonna make it impossible well, to like." It's just it's one of those things where like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. You you kind of you kind of have to believe in death of the artist, right? As soon as yeah, the art yeah. has been birthed into the world, the person who made it is no longer responsible for what anyone thinks of it mm-hmm. because yeah. they shouldn't be. Because sometimes you make something and you don't. You know, there's there's a billion examples of things that were made that are an absolute indication of their time. And I don't even just mean movies. I mean songs. I mean paintings, yeah. books. You know, that they, they didn't know. Like, Chuck Berry didn't know that Johnny B. Good would always, that sound of that guitar, that would equal 1955 for everyone mm-hmm. when yeah. he made it. He just thought it was a cool riff. But, like, just so like this. Like, this guy, there's a chance he's too stupid to even know how good a movie he made. <laughs> <laughs> like he was just like dude i like king of comedy i like martin scorsese i'm gonna do something like that yeah. <laughs> that's i mean yeah, that really I mean, could I, be that yeah i i really i i have decided not to read twitter and <laughs> you made the much, right call <laughs> as much as i can for, like all months i have not yeah and um so i don't know i i don't know what any stupid <laughs> artist is ever saying about <laughs> the thing they made yeah I just watch things I like yep. and, and <laughs> form my own opinions and then don't publish them anywhere. <laughs> that's a, that's a good-ass <laughs> way to be. <laughs> I just move on because, uh, yeah, I, I, I no longer can handle that amount of access <laughs> to people's yeah. thoughts. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, it's all makes me so angry. I can't open Twitter without being furious within like <laughs> three seconds. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, get on that. Show me your sandwich and that'll just soothe. It'll I'll, soothe yeah, your brain. You know what? I'll probably, I'll, well, on <laughs> Facebook, my big trick was that I, um, I set, um, I set a Facebook page to, to see first. So that every time I open Facebook, because I used to have to be on Facebook for work all day, uh-huh. and I used to just have to have it open, and I wouldn't necessarily have to like look at my timeline, but it's just like when it's open, something catches your eye, and then all of a sudden you're sucked in for 20 minutes. Sure, sure. So so I set um, Older Dog Sanctuary to see first on Facebook, so mm. now... Whenever I open Facebook, it's just a bunch of old dogs like lounging on patio furniture. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> you know, te- uh, tweet tweet updates at me uh, uh, for your sh- for the show me your sandwich thing if you found any interesting sandwiches or oh, anything like that because it's it's a good group. I, I'm sa- I, I I don't know why I had a brain fart and forgot to add add you and and Luke specifically to this because it's yeah, uh, it's mean, right, right active, up y'all's alley. You know. Uh, i look forward to finding out well um this was good we had a nice talk i hope everybody has enjoyed Mm -hmm. uh rivers do you want to plug your stuff uh yeah you can find me on uh, twitter and instagram at rivers langley and uh if you're listening to this on uh 
uh, whenever it drops, uh, you know, in, in around October 23rd, 24th, that, that time period, uh, come see me Friday night at Epic Comedy Hour. I'm going to be performing with Brandy Posey in Huntsville, Alabama at ECH. Uh, that's Low Mill Flying Monkey Theater. I believe that show starts at eight and get tickets now because that motherfucker is going to sell out. Uh, Hell yeah. Saturday night, I'm, uh, I'm opening a burlesque show in Birmingham. Uh, I, I, <laughs> fuck it, I can't remember the name of the goddamn venue, but, uh, I'll have it on my pin tweets. Uh, and then Sunday, October 27th, I am going to be with John Michael Bond, John Ozelay, Wes Van Horn, and Paige McBride. And we are going to be at the Coffee Cat in downtown Auburn, Alabama. And that show is oh, free yeah. as shit. So come on. And, uh, I think next week I'm also going to be on, uh, uh, my mother's podcast, the Mystic Order podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about strange museums. Uh, so that's, I love that. yeah, it's going to be dope. Uh, so yeah, check out Mystic Order pod. And of course, my podcast, The Goods from the Woods, uh, on iTunes and all that stuff. Amazing. And Luke? I think I'm still on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Luke F. Jensen. <laughs> all right. And uh, I'm Mighty Monica. It's Monica with a K. Um, and I know I said a bunch of stuff about how I'm not online anymore, but I still am there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.